Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where uh, we talk to a guest about a video game that is special to them from their past. We will get into not only what was fun for them about playing the game and what they remember about it, as we will around the context of when they fell in love with it for the first time. Um, a little bit of housekeeping up top is that if you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do that. You can, of course, uh, give us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast Store. Um, and if uh, you do that and it's not something awful, uh, then I'll read it on the show. Uh, so so there's your incentive, listener, to let us know what, you're liking, what you've been liking, maybe your favorite episode or a favorite moment or a favorite guest, which I'm sure we're going to get just a, a downpour of reviews after this episode for our charming guest today. Uh, you can, of course, share the show with a friend whether they love uh, video games or this game in particular that we'll be discussing. And you've probably heard an ad for it already, but check us out on Patreon where we have a ton of bonus content. You can find us at patreon.com slash supernpcradio where we uh, truly do do so much extra crap. So if you like me, you like the other shows on the network, probably going to like what you find there, including our Legend of Zelda Games Club series. Um and this Friday, if you're listening, uh, the, our Wind Waker episode will be coming out. So, uh, hooray. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at callmebyyourgamepod and on Twitter at callmebyyourgame, but just the one Y. B-Y-O-U-R. That's it for the housekeeping. And I'll finally introduce our guest for the day. So please welcome Arizona's finest boy, who is always too full to go to church, <laughs> Babe, Rob Skirbo, welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Hello. And guys, I just want everyone to know, Connor did the opening housekeeping in one take, and it was just so beautiful. I was so <laughs> impressed. I don't know if he wants Thank me you. to tell people that, but... No, I do. 
You were like a natural. You were like a teacher, like a veteran teacher. He's been in the been teaching for like ten years, and you first day of school, you laid on the line, no nerves or anything. So I got it. I give. I got to give you a shout out. That was really beautiful. Thank you. Uh, you know, truly, <laughs> Rob. Just want to give you full permission if you want to. You know, the next interactions you have with people in person, maybe bring it up if like you feel called. Let them know just how professional. <laughs> you, yeah, I'll do that if that's what you want. Just ask for it. I'll tell everybody this. You know. Okay. I want that. I'll be more, yeah, I'll okay. be direct about what I want. Rob, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And I love, I love, I'm trying to look for more direction in my life. So I think it's a match made in heaven, baby. Well, there we go. Uh, well, I am so excited to have you on the show, Rob. I feel like I've been talking to you about uh, some things here and there about this podcast, roughly around when I probably first started doing it. Um, but we know each other through the, Los Angeles comedy scene, the improv community, which is, you know, what 90% of the guests on the show, where <laughs> they come from too. Um, I was trying to think of, I don't know if I remember exactly how we met, but I feel like the first time I was like fully conscious of Rob Skirbo was because we were, we had the same, we were in the same mess hall edition group that yeah. like in like 2017 and you were already friends with former guest of the show, Mia Schaffler. Mm-hmm, exactly. I think you nailed it. If we were in court, I'd be like, your honor, that's correct. I mean, <laughs> that's when we met. I mean, we met, yeah, we met auditioning for Mess Hall. Yeah. Or, I think you did yeah. a scene about like uh, baseball cards and Ken Griffey Jr. was mentioned and I was like, I like it, this guy. I know. He was. I, I, I honestly just did it to impress you. I didn't care about getting on a team. I just wanted worked. to impress you. But I remember that too. And I remember I remember later we went to DCM that yes. summer. And that's when like I, I clocked you again. I was like, you know, we were, we, we like, we knew each other after Mess Hall, but didn't mm-hmm. really like talk too much. Yeah. Just knew each other in the scene. And then I remember you were staying at a place and my last night at DCM, I just like, wa- like, Someone dropped a pin where you were staying and I got there at like five in the morning and I fell asleep on the floor and I just like kind of every time I'd wake up, I'd open my eyes and you'd be asleep on the couch. <laughs> so I was like, we didn't know each other then, but I was like, we know each other now. I watched you sleep, you know, you were there, baby. So that's that's how you know it's real. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we did. We had that one uh, beautiful night at DCM. <laughs> uh, and then I think I remember that next fall seeing you more and more. um, I'm trying. I can't remember exactly what teams you were on that were really performing, but I, I remember just seeing you a lot more in the indie scene. I remember being with you. I think on like Halloween that year we were at. Do you remember being at the public house? So briefly? yeah, we. So Mia Schaffler. Yes. Uh, I was on a team with her called Muppet Hands. She was on another team called Field Day, and they hosted a Halloween show in the treehouse. Oh. And after that show, we all walked to public house that checks out and i remember i was there and i put on a wig i was wearing a wig the majority <laughs> of the time <laughs> so i remember that night yes. too i mean you and i we remember we remember things uh, we're sentimental we men we're this very is, sentimental we are and this is really just the beginning <laughs> the baseline of our friendship we've become a lot better friends in the years mm-hmm. since and gotten to hang out a bunch play the occasional game enjoy the occasional adult beverage uh you know been there for each other so, um, Rob, it's really great to have you on the show, but is there anything that you would like to share to the listener about yourself? I mean, you're obviously yeah. an actor, you're a funny, uh, laugh em ups guy, but what do you want to share? I mean, what there is to know about me is that 
I'm very similar to Connor in every single way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. I'm a clone. No, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I'm an actor and a comedian and, uh, you know, trying to get that going as we all are. Uh, yeah. And also, you know, I always like to share this as a little story. I think it helps my, gives me a little bonus points. I am a, I am a cancer survivor. It's one of the cooler things about me i would say so i always <laughs> share that just in case any moms are listening they're like oh i really like him now yeah you know? there you go it's, so other than that no i'm just uh live in los angeles and uh you know d- doing a, many things so but i really do appreciate you having me on the show i'm so excited so i'm a, i apologize if i ramble the whole time but this mm. is just going to be a blast hey uh y- you are so uh hopefully no hopefully you know you're so welcome in this space on this show and don't <laughs> apologize and don't worry about it because i would i've told a hand so many guests finish the show and they're like was i talking too much and then i have to remind them that that's why i had you on the show was to talk and share yeah. so like i would much rather that than me have to like pull teeth to get anything exactly. out of you so yeah. you're in the right space um uh rob before we talk about your history with video games in general will you tell us the title of the game that we're going to be focusing on uh for the main event later of course it's going to be i think it's an ea i think it's ea ea did this game and it's called 007 nightfire uh yeah so get ready for that james bond james bond i know he doesn't sound like i just did kind of like michael kane james bond that was michael james bond i know do it again do it again i just want to hear it again James Bond. That well, now you leaned into it. More. Yeah, I did. I did. The first time was very organic, and the second one was an impression. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, this is a first-person shooter. Uh, you played it on the GameCube, but it came out on a bunch of consoles. So I'm really excited to hear, you know, about that game in general because I don't know a lot, but also, you know, how you tied into it. Mm-hmm. Before that, let's get into your history with video games, Mr. Skirbo. Do you remember? Uh, like the first game or like system that you took an interest in. Do you remember when that spark hit for you? A hundred percent. Um, at my my nanny and poppy, as I called them, as my grandma and grandpa, but I uh-huh. called them nanny and nanny and poppy. They uh-huh. had a Super uh-huh. Nintendo. Ooh. Um, which I believe this is where you can really help me with this. Super Nintendo had like the Ninja Turtle games, correct? It had uh at least. The, it had famously the best, uh, most favorite Ninja Turtles, which was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. Um, there were yeah. two others on the NES before that. On the NES. Okay, yeah. so no, this was Super Nintendo because this had the Mario game as well. Gotcha. The, so the, it was, what's the, what was that? So was that just Super Mario? Was that Super just Mario Super? World? Yeah, where it yeah. was just him and he's hopping in the flag. Um See, as I recall these memories, it's just very vague, but it's like yeah. that they had it in the guest bedroom and I don't know how they had it or whose it was. Um, maybe an older cousin just passed it down, but huh. I remember I'd go in there and play Super Mario and I'd play one of the Ninja Turtle games. I would just be in the sewer yeah, and I would, I really would, didn't know what I was doing or if I did know what I was doing and... I would just play that all the time, and there was a Barbie game as well there. Nice, and really I would rounding out the the three yeah. the three pillars of Nintendo. Exactly, Barbie, Ninja Turtles, Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the original, the the gods, the of gods course. of Nintendo. 
And I would play the Barbie game, even though I don't remember it well. I remember the kind of secretly being when I would get bored with the other ones, I would throw it on. So yeah, that's where the itch began. And then I, of course, had a '64 at my house growing yes. up, and that's where I really fell in love. I love that. Um, it, it sort of actually just from the the way you're describing those games, I think it may have been on the NES. You may have been playing the original Mario because in the Turtles game you're talking about, I know that one. So not that it's important. I just want to get it out there. Maybe uh, it is NES then. It could have been, um, but because the controller had like per- a little purple in the middle. Uh, you know what? Like, that must have been Super Nintendo then, because that Cause had the, pur- ga- the games were like a squ- like rectangular kind of like yeah, more rectangle than square. Yes, and flat okay. kind of. Then yeah, Super- then Super Nintendo. Super- you got it. Yeah. So I I forgot which Ninja Turtle game it was. It was one of them, but yeah. Okay. Um. And then you get into the N64. What were some, like, formative games for you on that system? Uh, Mario Party original. Ooh. That one. I still have it. I have it right here. And I have a closet in my room. And I have my Donkey Kong 64, the yellow one. Oh, yeah. I don't have the the red thing. What's the red thing you put in the 64? Oh, the expansion pack. So I don't have that. I don't know what. So I can't play it. Yeah. You need that. You do. so I can get that, I'm sure, one day. Um, <laughs> I have Mario Kart, the first one. Nice. Um, Mario 64. <laughs> Ooh, baby. And then Pokemon Stadium. Oh, yes. I mean, all of these. I, and I, I played them all. I would b- bug my mom to play Mario Party with me. <laughs> and I would. I saint. loved Mario Party. It was yeah. so fun. I mean, there was Did the, you get any my blisters favorite. on your hands. Oh, from the rowing the boat. Yes, and you're just like <laughs> ripping it. And I still to this day, I have like little blisters on my hands. That's all I think about. You're like, destroying like your hands and the controller at the same and time. The controller, and that's what I love about Mario. <laughs> like this, this it's a great reflection of what Nintendo is. Is there's no other system that will even in the early days was making you sweat like yeah. from physic physically and they've pushed that always like i'm always like they were always like let's get physical with our users and yeah and I, my favorite mini game on mario party is the one where you're standing on a ball and you're like you're all standing on the balls so you just run into each other and i could play that one if you wanted to hang out today i could play that all day wow and just that one mini game maybe the fire jump rope these are all there's some they're, classics they're so good and they're, i yeah. love the I didn't play that one as much as I played two, because uh, mm. two is the one that I have. But sometime this fall, they're coming out with a Mario Party for Switch that's like a lot of the mini games from the first three N64 games and the boards. So it's kind of just like almost like a remaster, plus mm. a couple of like GameCube ones, I want to say as well. So it seems like right up our oh, alley. I love that. I mean, that's just what it's all about. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I also had a Batman Beyond video game. Whoa. That was really hard. It was On so hard. On the N64? Hard. Yes. Wow. I still have that. It's a black case. It was like a black. It looked really cool. That's cool. And it had. It just played the theme song, which was, a. And I don't know if anyone remembers the Batman Beyond theme song, but it was just like, it's really kind of like. It's like Creed or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like really, really early 2000s. And I just would rock to that. And yeah, I love the N64. I think that was probably like, as we're going to talk about GameCube later with 007, but 
and 64, I think for a lot of people, at least I was born in 1994. For me, that was just a huge, uh, huge system for me. Yeah. Blowing on, blowing on the games. I was the weird kid. I would be like, I think I would lick the games. <laughs> I would lick them because I'd be like, this works. Which is not why I mentioned I had cancer once in my life. I don't think that's how I had cancer. It was from licking N64 games, but I would lick them and my friends would be like, you, you're crazy. Dude. Honestly, like, worth the risk though. It's I worth mean. it. We all know what, we're ta- what, what I'm talking about though. Is those games, you're like, oh, it didn't work. And you just like slam it. I mean, I could talk to you about all the games, Connor. Uh, what was another one? Uh, Cruising California. Oh yeah. Cruising USA. Yeah. Cruising. <laughs> I got the feeling. I got the th- I would play that and I'd play that uh 007 Goldeneye. Ooh, uh, baby. And I'd play that one. But I'll talk about that game later when we talk about 007 cuz yeah. there's like 007 games spread out over time. That's a, a pretty nice uh and interesting eclectic group of games. You've got some like classics like Mario 64, Mario Kart, Party, um and then you've also got some, like you got a racing game and cruising. Um, you've got a, a licensed game in Batman Beyond. Uh, really a nice eclectic group would, there. Would it be crazy? Like, it's right here. Would it be crazy if I grabbed my bag full of games and just... do You, you know do what? People... Here's the thing, Rob. Is I love crazy. So grab it. Can I just it. go grab it? Can yeah, I just go st- grab it? Yeah. I, so I got Madden, Madden 2001 oh, here. Dude, I think I have that same I think, one. I think Jake Plummer. This is Jake Plummer right okay. here. So... And nice. Brett Favre's on this. I think Brett Favre literally like is like 99 overall. He's yeah. crazy on this one. You know, got a classic Mario, Super Mario 64. Oh, dude. You know? This game, I'd play this at summer camps. I'd Whoa. play this at home. It was everywhere. Like if you, I'd go to get a haircut. You know, I grew up in Phoenix, very vanilla strip malls. Uh-huh. You go into a haircutter. And then you go in there, and there'd be like a TV with a game at the dentist's office or whatever. You play this. That was Super always Mario. Clutch. Everyone's played it. Clutch. Everyone had it. You know. Then there's Pokemon Stadium. Ooh, baby. Mentioned. Mario Party original oh. right here. Look at that. It's got some wear and tear. It really does. It's got, it's got some good it's got use some on soda. it. Got some soda. Looks like it had some chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk or something. On it. This is really. You know, it shows how much good use to. these games got. They're all sticky and grimy. <laughs> Oh, baby. Here we go. I, I know you love this. This is I do. The Donkey Kong 64 is a weird game, very trippy game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's long, confusing. Yes. And it's confusing as hell. It took me a long time to play. Like, I didn't ever beat it, but I just explored. Same here. I never finished it either. There's like too, too much collecting going on in that game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much collecting, and I, when you're when you were my age, like six, it just was too. It yeah. was like I would be like, I just wanted to like I don't know, fly yeah. like in Mario <laughs> go th- sixty four. Yeah, I just, just want to fly. Go through level, <laughs> gosh. Oh, and then this game, dude. I a classic Star Wars Episode One Racer. I know you, you. I can tell Connor's excited. Played that game into the ground. Me too. So and good. I can't. I suck at it now. It's hard, dude. It's it so now. fast. <sighs> It's awful. Like that's all the games, and then I have some controllers here and stuff. But the thing is, pod racing. When I was a kid, I was so good at. Yeah. It. Like I remember being like, like whooping my brother's ass on. Like I have a twin brother, and I would just we'd play that game all day. And now I like tried to play it like a uh-huh. year ago, and I sucked. I was like this, and also the game sucks. Yeah. Like 
it's so it's so clinky and like cutty and like I mean the no frame offense, rate just, drops. I played it. It's yeah. tough, but big part of my life. So to answer your question, Connor, my relationship with video games, I pretty much had an affair with Pod Racing. Yeah, you did. Were, were you also a Game Boy kid at all? Yeah, I was. I definitely just played the Pokemon games. Nice. Um, I wouldn't say that I was like I def. I mean, I played it like crazy. My dad one time punished me because <laughs> I didn't want to go to church. Speaking of ch- <laughs> church, I was raised Catholic, and I remember like didn't want to go to church school. I had to go to church school Monday, Wednesday, Friday after Ew. school. So second school. My parents aren't religious. They're just like this is what your grandparents want, you know. <laughs> so stupid classic and i would be like really upset and i remember being in the car my dad was really pissed <laughs> at me and he took my pokemon red with charizard on it and he threw it in the trench what? so my dad is also crazy italian american and he just like his his punishment growing up for me with bad grades i love my dad i don't think he's gonna listen to this but i love him but he's he you know he was He's high blood pressure. He would get yes. upset. And he would just go. He go. Put. He, he would take my video games and put them in a black trash bag, and he'd threaten to throw them out. Occasionally, would. Throw oh them my out. gosh, it's so and brutal. He, had, he didn't care. He would buy yeah. them for me, and he's like, "These are so expensive." And then he'd get pissed at me and go, "I'll put them in the trash." And he would toss them. So he threw Pokemon Red in the trash, and I flipped. Oh, yeah. I flipped. I was like, "You're." I'm like, "You're just." I was like, "God doesn't love you," you know, crazy shit. <laughs> Just like stuff that stuff is too funny to not. It really tell, is. I'm like, know? I mean, like, you don't just do that to your Charizard. I mean, come on. No, and then the Game Boy games. It was all the mm-hmm. Pokemon ones are incredible. Like Pokemon, Ye- the one with Pikachu, yes. yellow. That was my. So favorite. that one was so good. Uh-huh. I, as a fan of the show, when that was like really hot, when that came out, I like had to play it. Yes, it is. Like, Pokemon Red, I played a lot. I played them all, and I would trade them with friends mm-hmm. and stuff, and, like, we would just pass them around. But Pokemon Yellow, I remember over the summer just, like, hearing the music. In my head. Like, there's an ice cream truck that passes mm-hmm. my house here in Hollywood, and it's I it, the, the jingle just reminds me of yeah. the Pokemon music. And I'll hear it, and I just, like, there's, there's nothing about better than playing Pokemon and running through, like, the fields, and you're just trying to get your guy like some points you're just trying to get your pokemon yeah. some points and you're just doing circles you're grinding so, oh i was addicted I, I i wouldn't you know it's crazy i wasn't a huge gamer yeah. gamer like i didn't but as you can tell i definitely had a that relationship that game really captured you know? a lot of people uh, and mm-hmm. we were there for the beginning of it so which is I, every time i have that conversation with someone i'm like it was so cool we were there right when it really popped off um Exactly. Um, so, obviously, you were a GameCube guy. Without talking too much about uh, Nightfire, uh, maybe give me a couple like big ticket GameCube games. I know, I know, there are a couple special ones for you. Oh, big ticket ones. Uh, I was actually talking with Connor about which game we wanted to do for for mine. So the other one was Super Monkey Ball. That was huge. Yeah. Um, like, what is that game? Classic Nintendo game. Like, what is it? Like. It's just pure nonsense. And you were saying you played the mini games, I guess it was right? Ra- only the mini games, which is what I, which was so great about being a kid and playing video games. Is I'm sure you talked to a lot of people, Connor, about they just played the mini games on a lot of games yeah. because you're young, you're young, and you're like, don't the story? Like, I think Super Monkey Ball is all about 
um, Super Monkey Ball is all about my girlfriend just walked in because she heard about Super Dude, Monkey Ball. Dude, that's what just brings <laughs> brings people in, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so that game, I think it's racing. I think you're supposed to race. The I think there are balls, racing guys, elements to it, yeah. But anyway, that game was a huge deal. Kirby Ooh. Air Ride, I played, and I would just wander around in that game for forever. Um, Super Mario Kart Double Dash, oh, of so course. Good. That's one. I mean, that one. That's a, that's a, I have that up here too. That's the only GameCube game, one of the few wow. I have still. It's such a cool. I mean, that's something they've never brought back in the series. Was having two racers on the same car, and I loved that part of it. I'm like, it was fun because I think to me, if I'm sitting in a business meeting at Nintendo, where I would never be, <laughs> you know, but we're all want to be, I would be sitting there and I'd be like, I understand the pitch on it. It's like for me as a kid. And still today, I don't want to pick just yeah. one character. Like, none of us do. We all have, like, you know, I'm a Luigi guy okay. through and through. Okay. You know? Like, everyone knows a kid that only picks Luigi, <laughs> and that's me. I love Luigi. He's, like, elusive and fast, and he's just kind of an ass, I think. I think he's, like, a low-key asshole. Have and you I seen love the, like, I just, like, Luigi meme uh, from Mario, the newer Mario Kart, where, like, Sometimes if he like hits someone with a banana as he like passes them, it like if you just look it up you'll see it, but he does this like look at them. <laughs> this like sneering glare. <laughs> see that's what I mean. It's like Luigi is just he's my favorite. I don't know what it is. It probably comes from playing Super Smash on N sixty four. And I because I think you, you unlock do. him in sixty he's the first guy on mm-hmm. you unlock. I think right? so. And I remember a lot of people. A lot of people. It's kind of like a Mandela effect. A lot of people. I don't think realize that like that didn't play a lot of Smash. Don't realize that Luigi's on that. Yeah, game, on the first one. I think. Yeah, and he's my favorite player. And I really. It sucks now though. On the new Smash, he um his grab oh, sucks. Really? I hate the new grab. Oh feature wait, does he on, shoot uh, out like the the like plunger? He shoots out like a a plunger. I'm like, I know he's a plumber, but we already knew that. <laughs> yeah. Like. I think what's great on Smash is like he just would grab mm-hmm. you so fast, and with the with the thing that shoots, you're losing around a second. Oh yeah, of time because it has to recoil. So, anyway, that's my beef, Nintendo, with the new feature on Luigi shooting Dude, his plunger. Don't you worry you know? at all. You are totally good. You you let him know about your beef, Rob. Um, but the thing is, okay. So anyway. GameCube, Smash Brothers, nice. Melee. Probably the best one, I think. I just think it is. It's, like, it's probably the most iconic one. Yeah. Iconic. I have that one, too. Oh, so good. Um, and I was a big... This is one thing. It's like I was a huge Madden Of course. Uh, I bought every Madden game from... My first one was the Michael <laughs> Vick one, which was 2004. Yeah, we did that one on this pod with Carl Tart. It's one of my favorites. I mean, Michael Vick was 99 on yeah. that game, and you could you could take him, like, he could run backwards. I'd put him on kickoff yeah. return. I would just, like, take him and put him on, anyway. <laughs> then, then I got 2005 Michael Vick. Yes. Then I have 2000, no, 2005 Ray yep. Lewis. And that's the last time a Madden game would go EA Sports. It's in the game, like the player would say. That was the last time? A player... It was a, a player would be. Oh, they would do those videos. Would do it would be like a clip. Exactly. That was the last time in an NFL Madden game they did that. Because after that was Donovan McNabb. They never did it. 2007 was Sean Alexander. 2008 yeah. was Vince Young. 2009 was Brett Favre. 
2010 was Drew Brees. Maybe. Maybe. Because 2011 was Toby Gerhardt. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He's I didn't on have the that Browns. One. Oh, no. 2008 was. Uh, or no, 2009. 2010 was Troy Polamalu and. Oh, that's Fitzgerald, fun. Which I was like. Just put Larry. Yeah, you're a purist in that way, of course. Anyway, love the Madden games. The new one was so bad. I'm oh, sorry, folks. I keep hearing uh, that. They just, they're so bad. They don't have a create your own player. You have to do, um, the, the it's like called legendary or yes. something. You know, some weird dr- dramatic thing where they have Mahershala Ali, who I love, doing the voice of like a dad. And I'm like, so many, it's like playing Mass Effect. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to play Mass play Effect. Madden. I don't need to choose... <laughs> I don't need to choose six different things for my player. I'm like, I'm making him a yeah. quarterback. He's going to play like a running back, and he's going to throw the deep ball better than um, Russell Wilson. I mean, like, I'm going to make a super player. I don't need to l- find out about his life story yeah. from Texas. I just I don't care. I'm not. No, A 10-year-old kid doesn't want to <laughs> no. do that. 10-year-old kid wants to make their guy, like, And then huge. just throw him in the game immediately. <laughs> It'd be like this, oh, he's a rookie, and he's going to win six Super Bowls yeah. in a row. <laughs> Which is the way it's supposed to go in Madden, okay? It's the way. And that's that's the thing is that I think video games sometimes get away from as we get more the graphics improve and the play gets more realistic, is that bleeds into, like, the, the bonus content and, like, things in sports games. Yeah. Is it's like, we want it to be real while we play, but we don't want the, like, side things to feel real because that's yeah. boring. Like, no one wants to play... Like, I, I, I don't know. I just think as a player, it's like, yeah, I want to pick my mm-hmm. team and maybe talk about pay and stuff, but... Well, dude, I think I, I think this is going to be relevant to you because I saw a news story, I think from yesterday or today, that someone shared, and apparently in next year's NBA 2K, you're going to have an option in that my player mode to also, like, have a side career as a rapper. Did you see that, I just too? saw that, and I thought it was fake. I don't I don't like to use the oh, word is fake, it fake? because we know... No, it's real. But when I saw it, it's so real. I don't want. I was. You're like this. Do you yeah. think it's fake? <laughs> yeah, I, I see where. I see why you thought that. Um, I just, I saw that and I went, "What's yeah. going on? We're not talking. We're talk- I felt like Alan Iverson. I'm like, we're talking about, we're talking about video yeah. games here, folks. I'm like, there's DJ Hero. Go play DJ Go Hero. Go play Red Dead Redemption. Go play like, Rock Band. Go yeah. play Rock Band and have a guy on the mic. Yeah. Okay. When you were playing rock band last night, was anyone oh, yeah. singing? I was singing up a storm. So were some other people. <laughs> I was letting these pipes just run wild, my friend. There's always someone. I don't, I, I don't know if you played those games a little growing bit. up at all or in co- college or whatever, but there's always, for instance, I, I played it when I was like in, in high school and maybe even in middle school. There was always a, I always had a friend who would like, we'd play and then he'd immediately be like, do you mind if I sing mm-hmm. a little bit? And I'd be like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. But he would take it really seriously. <laughs> and I would just like, we'd just be in his room at like his stepdad's house. And he would just, just be like, him. can I actually, can I just sing again yeah. real quick? And I would just be like, I'm like, I can't believe I'm sleeping over this <laughs> like, guy's this house guy tonight. This kid I'm apparently like, doesn't have enough chances to express himself. <laughs> He's got to do it during this. Um, Sorry, I went, got tangential, but no, the game was huge for you. Did you just to, like continue with games after that, or or did you have like a big gap? Like, let's. I want to eventually bridge us to today. Yeah, I played the GameCube a bunch, loved it, got a silver one. Hell yeah! 
got, you know, I probably had like three GameCubes because one broke or whatever. It kind of broke. They broke a lot. Um, they were a little weird. And then <laughs> I got a PS2. I got a PS2. Nice. Well, you're laughing that they're <laughs> they really, they are, are it's, weird. It's though. like one of my favorite consoles of all time. And it's so it's the weird. Best. It's so funny. But it is, it did break a lot. Like there were a lot yeah. of problems with it. I, I, I actually, heard. but people would convert them into lunch boxes too. I always wanted oh, to do dude, that. Oh dude, you would have been the toast of the town. You know, you heard that though, right? When people would turn them into Oh, I don't boxes. know if I ever knew that officially happened, but I'm really glad to hear it. <laughs> well, I really believe that. It's I possible. heard that once. I was like, oh, that's got to be true. Well, you know, people are creative. Um, as we've learned during the pandemic, people can do really Dude, cool things. I have learned that. Uh, exactly. And so the next thing I played was the PS2, cool. and I played a lot of games on that. I played a lot of like NCAA on that. And then my twin brother and I were like, we got a Wii. We got a Wii. I, I was about to jump to the 360, nice. but we got a Wii. And with that Wii, rem- I remember calling GameStops, calling places because they were sold out yeah. everywhere. And we would run around town, and we finally got one, and we played the Wii. We played Wii Sports with friends Ooh, over the summer, and it was awesome. It was awesome. I got this game called Red Steel. I know Red Steel. And it was so fun, and it, you could like tilt the gun sideways, which every kid liked yeah. to do. You tur- turn the gun sideways. Do a like I think one of your, uh, the maybe like the nunchuck was the sword, and then your Wiimote was the mm-hmm. gun. Is this like action yes. first person perspective game? Yes, and I still think it was the only game I've ever played that promised me what I thought the Wii was going to be with like first person shooters, which was like you control a sword, yeah. and it actually kind of looked it was like playing mm-hmm. a virtual game a little bit and i loved that game played the mlb the show on the wii if we're talking about a physical game Ye- it's called the show right or no what was it called the bigs oh, sorry yeah i apologize but you know oh, that yeah. one? remember that game so that game on the wii you would like have to like like move your arms so fast if the guy was coming into yes. home play and you were the catcher and you whoever would like run in place the hardest would win the battle at the plate in that game i played like crazy so we played the wii we loved it eventually the wii ran out of steam i think for me just didn't have enough games for a lot for of me. people for a lot of people um and then but i still play wii golf all the time and i'm dude incredible. it's so good um like i don't know if you talk about drugs on the show but uh do you talk about it's drugs half on of show? our content rob <laughs> <laughs> i just like i've you know Shrooms will be legal one day, but I took some shrooms, and I, I always, whenever I'm shrooming sometimes when I'm with friends on a little vacation, play a little really? wee golf if I can. I didn't, I, I would have, I don't know what it is, it's just relaxing. I would never it's just so relaxing. that would be a good pairing, but that's awesome. Just a little bit, like maybe yeah. a microdose. I don't want to get too into it. I don't want people to think that I got no, We'll label this as the drugs but, episode. I know. This is where I like go into my journal and I go, Rob, maybe don't talk so much <laughs> about your personal life. But I, I loved wee golf because... It was so relaxing and doable, and it made golf easy, yeah. and I still would play it right now. And then I got a 360 with my brother, and we loved it, and we kept it around, and we never broke it. Wow. And it, it, we kept it in good condition. We knew, we heard all about the rumors about certain things, yeah. you know, the red Did eye of death Did you have, like, an whatever, early like, 360, or was it, like, a later model? Like wow. The original, the one that's that, such like, good luck. They had like a, a fan in there, a yeah. fan in there, and it looked had like the hourglass kind of figure yeah. to it, like a thick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And the chrome button on there, or the chrome way to open the the chrome button to open up the disc, 
in that center button. And yeah, I loved it. Played online, played Madden. That's when I got nice. back into Madden. And then, and then that was yeah. it. I mean, my my brother, my twin brother, continued to play. Got an Xbox One, and then that was it. And it wasn't until I moved to LA, and then I'm living with my now roommate, Mike Christian, another funny, cool guy. Another uh, funny, up for cool debate, guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell him I said that. I'll, cut that I will part, cut please. that for sure. And he'd be like, "Okay, buddy," <laughs> uh, but he had a he had a PS he has a PS4, and we play FIFA in a bunch of random things. So, and I love watching video games. That's one thing I gotta say. I'm one of those people that can sit and watch like you if you wanted to play a more like solo game. You could just like come The Last the of ride. Us or Red Redemption. I just watch and I go, "Oh yeah, go in there." Oh yeah, yeah, do that. Ride the horse down that way. Because when you when you're playing a video game, I notice that people when they're playing, they love to have someone there. Sometimes you're like, "What should I do?" And then your friend's like, "I don't know. Go like do that." And it makes it so much more fun. To have yeah, an you also uh, you know might be paying attention to other things that I would be as the player. So that can be really fun. That's mm-hmm. also something I've not done enough is like play a solo game with somebody else around or vice versa. But those that can be really fun. Um, do you have a, uh, do you have a, uh, like a, a, what's the most recent game that you've had fun with? Whether it was like something that you play with Mike on the PS4 or a Switch game, anything come to mind for you? Man, I can't remember the game that Mike and I've been playing so much on the PS4. It's like a marketplace car game. Oh, is, uh, is it uh, like a Forza game? It's like Forza, except you can like smash each other oh. while you play and there's like collisions is it a burnout game no no i i honestly it's I all good and i'll just waste time we'll, we'll, we'll cut this segment too game, don't worry <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like i'm like yeah. just cut everything and then i played i david yeah. Danella, i don't know friend of the show. the show before he he lived with me for a bit during the pandemic and he had a switch and we played i played mario tennis which i heard didn't yeah. do well i think it just did okay but I, I loved it, and I beat it, and I played online, and I was really <laughs> oh, nice. And but no one plays yeah. online. Like I would try to get online, and no one would play. And I'd be like, "This is crazy." I'm like 27 years old, and I'm like the only person <laughs> online. I just felt like something yeah. was wrong. And then I played Mario Kart, and I we him and I got uh is five stars on everything. Yeah, you can get up to like three. I think that's like the three pinnacle. Sorry. But yeah, three. Yeah, not nah. we got I gold kart. Him and Bernard since then, dude. Those guys are so good. We played. We played together. All That's of us. Right, remember? dude. They, I was just. You guys are all so good. But, but, but Bernard and I. Everyone, man. Calling out Bernard, I love him. Nah, but do it. He's always like, if you're not playing on two, is it two fifty? Yeah, I think. What is it? 200? Oh, it's two hundred. Yeah, two hundred's highest. If you're not playing on two hundred CC, you're not playing. You baby. I'm just saying. Like, I, I understand that, like, most people can only play on, like, 150, and that's awesome. But if you're whooping my butt on 150, if as someone who mastered two, 200, 150 is harder. To go back. Because because when 150, you're in the mm-hmm. thick of it more, and in Mario Kart, if you're around people, you're going to get fucked up. Like, you just are. Because, but if you're, like, if you're in fourth place in Mario Kart, you're screwed. Because there's people in front and the back of you that are hitting you. Oh, yeah. And... But 200cc, you can, like, legit, like, disappear. You can, like, get so far ahead because no, you're going whatever 200cc yeah. means. You're going 200 mega Mario <laughs> miles per hour. 
<laughs> you're just ripping. I mean, so we played that, and man, that's just a great game. You're just drifting, and so I, I think I got lost okay, in that cool. game. And then FIFA, but I would say Mario Kart, the awesome. new one. Well, thank you. Uh, and thanks for walking us down, you know. Uh, I, I got carried away, but I don't regret it. Hey, I don't regret it at I'm all. glad you did. Uh, it's what I wanted to hear, but thanks for giving us, you know, pretty good lowdown of your history with games in general. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back... We're going to talk all about James Bond, 007 Nightfire. So, Rob, I'll see you on the other side. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I host a podcast called Video Games, a Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a Comedy Show anywhere podcasts can be be found welcome back to call me by your game here of course to discuss james bond 007 nightfire <laughs> with rob skirbo welcome back sir welcome back 007 <laughs> i heard the d in there was jebelo or a j jebelo hello it's me jebelo <laughs> seven I, I feel like now i'm doing dr evil or something i'm doing something Something that isn't clear. I think you are, but I love it. Um, well, so like good, I told you good. up top, Rob, before we get into your personal uh, history with this game, I want to go over for the audience a little bit of history and context. If you happen to be a historian about this game, you want to add some stuff, please do. Um, otherwise, <laughs> here I go. Uh, James Bond 007 Night Fighter is a... Uh, I think I said Night Fighter just now. <laughs> 007 Night Fighter. Fire is a not bad though. It probably be a pretty cool game, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Night Fighter. Uh, this game is a first-person shooter uh, published yet by Electronic Arts by EA in 2002 for the GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and Windows. Uh, with additional versions released for the Game Boy Advance in 2003 and for the for Mac in 2004. Uh, I'm I didn't look up the Game Boy Advance first, and I'm sure it's horrifying. Uh, they did this a lot in this era where they would like be coming out with so many companion games for for the Game Boy Advance that were also on the GameCube and some of them translate surprisingly well like there's some there's, like Tony Hawk 2 on the Game Boy Advance is awesome yeah I had that that was incredible it, like they, they did some really great stuff with like having like an isometric view where you could still move around in the world there's a few others that do a good job I don't know how this one would have been, but I don't think very good. Um, the the game story involves uh, the f you know allegedly fictional British secret agent James Bond 007 as he undertakes a mission to investigate the operations of a noted industrialist, uncovering a plot by them to conquer the world via major defense satellite created by the United States. Uh, while the game uses or involves the use of Pierce Brosnan's likeness. With his role as Bond, um, before his fourth and final Bond film, Die Another Day, that came out the same year, the character is voiced by Maxwell 
Caulfield, duh, whoever that is. Um, the the console versions of the game received positive reviews from critics, including the creation of an original plot for James Bond, while the computer versions, which featured modifications to the storyline, different missions, and removal of driving sections used in console versions, received mixed reviews after launch despite achieving positive commercial sales. And this game is considered to be one of the best first-person shooters on the GameCube and was voted number two by GameSpot uh, as a runner-up to Time Splitters. Um, is there is there anything, <clears throat> as far as the history and context goes, that you remember that you want to share? Or did you want to... Is there anything else you feel like adding about the story that's like... Unless you plan to talk about that later. No, I'm curious about something, but it's something to do with just... A fa- I, yeah, I have nothing to add because I'm so curious. Well, I, 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 I love it. I'm curious about something, but we'll bring it up later. Okay, cool. No problem. Um, that's just a little lowdown of what the game is. So now let us finally get into your history with 007 Nightfire. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you had played Goldeneye... Is that sort of how you eventually got into this game? I guess you you could say that. I mean, those games, people that play 007 games across platforms, those first-person shooters are just so fun and easy, like super easy. Like, like I, I was played GoldenEye. I was like, GoldenEye, there's one person I'm going to bring up a lot throughout this is my buddy Dave Feedier from Phoenix, Arizona, who definitely will not. He doesn't even know what a podcast is probably. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Dave. He <laughs> Shout we, out to you, Dave. <laughs> Shout out to you, buddy. We would, we were, in, uh, we played sports together, and in the morning before swim practice, we would play, and after school we would play Goldeneye on his sixty-four Ooh. all day, and we would just like sweat bullets. And he would get so anxious that he couldn't even play; he'd have to watch me play. Oh my gosh! Because we'd play, and like the characters or the graphics are so bad, and one of the guys looked like a Planet of the Apes character, and we'd always call him Monkey Guy. You know, when you're little and you just go, "That's Monkey Guy," <laughs> and we'd be like, "Dang, we hate you, Monkey Guy." You know, you make up so all we your own just, weird, weird yeah. terms and relationships. Yes, so we played that, not ever playing the story mode, just uh, playing uh, like multiplayer. Yeah. And similar to our, my experience with uh, um, Nightfire, Nightfire came around. I So before I got Nightfire, I got one called Agent Under Fire, which was on GameCube. Nice. And that one, I, I, I can predict that it didn't do as well as Nightfire. Oh, okay. I, can, I would guess, because I remember playing it and the multiplayer wasn't very fun. And Bummer. it was hard, but the story mode was interesting. And the stories for all these games are just non sequitur scenes that are just like, like one scene takes place in Tokyo, the next one's in like the Swiss Alps. It's just always a new thing. Not a lot of like know? interconnecting scenes no. or okay. But uh, yeah, I started off playing a lot of those games, and when I got into Nightfire, the multiplayer on that game, the story mode was super fun. A lot of really fun missions, a lot of cool guns. I feel we were talking about guns, but just fun guns, like little laser guns, yeah. little gadgets. And the car the car sequences in the game on the story mode were so fun. Like, you would have, like, this, like, Porsche or something, this silver Porsche, and you would just drive around and, like, you would just hit, like, you know, it'd be, like, on the GameCube, you would, like, just press a certain button and, it, like, it would shoot heat-seeking missiles, and then another one would shoot, like, machine gun. And it was classic Bond car, yeah. but it would just annihilate things. And it was so fun. Such a fun game. And 
I still play it to this day if I'm hanging out with Dave. He, he has it, and we always play it for a good time. We play multiplayer because multiplayer, there's a map on there that's called, like, it's like the Ski Lift. Sure. It's called, and I, it's called Ski Lift or something, and you can do Capture the Flag, and the Capture the Flag feature on the game is incredible. Is it's this in the bot? Yeah. The Capture the Flag is great in, in Nightfire? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. Yeah. N- yeah Those yeah. elements... So it's it's funny just the few ways that I feel like those old first person shooters could just like add a little extra that were could lead to endless hours of fun like playing capture the flag as opposed to just like a team shooter. Exactly. It it really was exhilarating and I wasn't playing online, you know, and I yeah. was playing I was just playing against bots and I would set them on like different difficulties and Dave and I would be we would always choose we were you know two little like little boys and one of us would play like we'd always pick one of the female characters and be like whoa she's so nice you know know, when you're just like a nerdy person and you have a crush on a video game character you know you're in deep i don't know know? i don't know what you're i can't relate to that at all uh (laughs) i I don't can't i honestly can't even understand what you're referring to uh so no i can't rob (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad, buddy, my bad, buddy. Uh, Thank you. No, I we would we would play that game, and there was a feature on the on uh, the game. You know, with first person shooter, you can like pick the kind of weapons you mm-hmm. want, and we would do like you could do like little bot, little like robots, and they'd have like a little helicopter where you would be first person of this mini helicopter or a mini tank, oh. and you could like fly around the map. The ski lift map was so open, and it was just two cabins on either side. Like, one was a castle, and one was a big lodge cabin. And you would just, like, they're on opposite sides of the snow map. In the middle, just snow and, like, little little hills. And then a ski lift, or, like, a tram in the sky uh-huh. that would just circulate and would take you back and forth. Okay. And you could, like, get on top of the wiring on the ski lift and just walk across. <laughs> but you... There's a lot of little tricks, and then there was a bazooka that you could control while you shot it. Like you would shoot it, and then immediately go into the the POV of the bazooka gun. Yes, the, uh, the, the explosive, and we would just do that for hours. Like you would hit that, and you would just fly around, and you'd find your friend, even though you weren't trying to capture the flag. You were like, I'm just gonna go after Dan. <laughs> I'm gonna get Dan really bad here, and you would just go hard at him the whole game. <laughs> you know, some like so we- classic, uh, like. Uh, trolling and of your friends troll you could troll and that's the thing leaving a game open to troll and to like to have fun within it it was the ski lift thing i i in my brain just talking about it, i we, we played it for hours on it yeah hours gosh sleepovers uh, we, we had a sleepover be up all night you know were and was it like were you getting more than just you and dave to play this you, like, would you ever have, like, four controllers going, really doing it big? Yes. Yes. Like, it felt like everybody I knew, all my friends, we all had Nightfire on the GameCube. And we'd all just, like, talk about it all the time. <laughs> we'd, be like, at, in, we'd be, like, in fifth grade, and we're like, dude, we're like, we would just, <laughs> I wouldn't know, we would just, like, talk about it. We'd be like, man, can't wait to... I don't know. I don't even know what we would say to each other. Yeah. We just like look at each other and be like, "Can't wait to go home and play Nightfire with probably, you guys." You know, probably tell each other about like the last time you played and like the fun things you're finding and uh, yeah, that's that's really wonderful. Do you do you remember? 
did like multiple of you have it purchased or was were you borrowing someone's copy? I had one. Okay. Dave had one. Do you remember? And everyone else, yeah. Do you remember how you got that? Like, or like what was the impetus for it? It, it just showed up one day. Well, I got like the game I was talking about before that on the GameCube was uh, yes. Agent Under Fire. And like, I can quote that game, like the dialogue from it. <laughs> and I played it by myself. And then Nightfire came out. So I probably just must have. I bought Agent Under Fire used at a Hollywood video awesome. that was down the street from me. And I would always go to Hollywood Video because it was down the street in Blockbuster, but I lived near Hollywood Video. And I would go there and they would sell some of the games used. And I bought that one and I was like, oh, this is awesome. So when Nightfire came, I probably got it for Christmas or something. I don't even know. Yeah, someone. Just appear, you know, when you're a kid, it appears in front of you somehow. Yeah, there are certain things that I can remember specifically how they came into my life. Um, and then there are other things that are like, oh, it was just kind of there one day. And, or you just don't remember that, yeah, that was a Christmas gift. Just among the other things, you probably forgot it. Um, exactly. That's wonderful. I, I want to dive in a little bit more. Huh. Like I said, Rob, stayed up too late, really tired. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for that enormous fucking yawn in the middle of your episode. Honestly, I find yawns to be, like, soothing, you know? Like, get it out. You're taking it so positively. I'm always worried people are going to be like, oh, am I boring you? <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. What I did want to ask was when you'd be playing this, you know, before – swim practice or like after school were you doing this at both you and dave's place was there one place you normally like parked in yeah always at dave's place it was just like goldeneye just like goldeneye you know i remember his family like got a big tv before a lot of other people you know and so you're gonna be over there we were over there and we the first thing we did is we like we hint dave and i were not gamers yeah you know we just Loved Nightfire, maybe Super Monkey Ball, and we, we just we we like hooked up the GameCube. Once you get a new TV, the first thing you do is you gotta see what it looks like on with the video game. Oh yeah, and to my to the parents' dismay, you know they're like first thing like, can we hook up the GameCube? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, like right now and then never again. Yeah, you know. And you're gonna take um, it back to your room, Dave. Exactly. Well, my dad hated cords, and like he's like, it's so messy. And I was like, you know, as you heard about my dad, he's a troll. He's just like, it's so messy, all these cords. And, and I'm like, Dad, chill. My mom's like, calm down, Anthony. Um, his name's Anthony? But we, yeah, like my my brother's name's Anthony, and his name's Anthony. Oh, that's, his dad's name's Anthony. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but we played it at Dave's house all the time. I mean, I played it at home. Mm-hmm. I probably played the story mode always by myself. Yeah. You know, because um, it was just fun. When what was the setup at Dave's like for the most part? Were you in his room? Like, paint a small picture for me if you don't mind. I love to like yeah get into that. We would be. He had like a. He. No, he had like this for a sec. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Ari, Nari. Let me try this. Maybe he's... Oh, there we go. There we are. There we go. Wow, that was good, Connor. What'd you say? 
That was really impressive. What happened? You, I could hear you, b- but you were frozen. Oh, really? You know what? I made one small adjustment. Sometimes my Wi-Fi, I have my this computer hardwired to my internet, um, but for whatever reason, it still tries to connect to the 5G version of the internet, which is honestly really only good for like phones and maybe like an iPad. Um, people don't know that though. No, no, they're not as smart as us. Um, but it's true. People, you, <laughs> most people don't. And so no. uh, I connected to the 2G and suddenly you were back. Um, Wonderful. I've been recording too. So oh, thank you. I'm going to make a quick note on the timestamp here. And then I'm going to ask you, just ask you that same question again. All right. Let's see. All right. So if you don't mind, Rob, I would love for you to... Uh, Paint me a picture of like what it was like the, at the setup of Dave's, presumably in his room, but I'd love to just dive into that a little bit. So yeah, he it was in his like they had like a family room, but then there was like a living room. Okay, yeah, it had like red red carpet, like weird red carpet, like maroon, old. Yeah, and they had like a TV in there. Like I said, like they this was before they got the big TV. When we, but we still played Nightfire on they had this like TV that had like a DVD player and a VHS thing in it sick already and rear projector and Ooh. you know rear projection TV you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah those old school guys Wacky. and we would we would sit we would watch you know we would play it on there we'd sit on the floor <laughs> have our two controllers one of both wireless those gray oh, wireless the wave ones bird. Best controller to this day, I think. It's so it it's so wonderful. I think it was like the first modern uh, wireless controller, actually. Yeah, and it was easy to set up. It was just like you had like the little panel, like little yep. sliding mm-hmm. panel to like one, two, three, four, and I loved it, and it felt great. It was like the best. I feel like Xbox. I feel like people. I don't know. I was I'm like that was a game changer to me. Yeah. I thought that controller. Um, so we would sit there, move the coffee table, sit there on the ground, and we would just play it for hours and just go outside, play, play catch, go play whatever with anybody, play basketball, and come back and just play Nightfire until Ugh. three in the morning, like nonstop. Like, you know when you play a game so much that you close your eyes when you go to bed and you like see it? <laughs> this was that for you. <laughs> it was that. We were like so into Nightfire and we loved it. And this is what I was going to ask you a yeah. question earlier. The best thing about Nightfire, the best thing, the coolest thing about the game, is the fucking theme song. Mm. I don't know if, if you've anyone here listening, you know what I'm talking about. It's like this woman, and she goes, Don't love me quietly. Do it with intensity. <laughs> and it's just the most sexy yeah weird shit and i we my buddies and i to this day we're always like love me quietly <laughs> and it's like got a whole intro and music video yeah like, thing to it does it get I into mean, the james bond theme song is that what you were doing after that yeah and then it plays just clips from the game and it's just like it's not it's just footage from the game not like fake footage yes like I hate, I used to hate that in games. They'd show like fake footage that looks really cool, mm-hmm. and then you play the game and you're like, "This isn't what." That oh, looks I know what like. you mean. Yeah, like pre-rendered so cutscene like, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So it would be like the footage from the game, and it would just like cycle through really fast, and it'd be like, okay. and you would get jacked up 
Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm telling anyone listening, after this episode, go on YouTube and go uh, to the uh, Nightfire theme song. 2007 theme song and you will laugh your butt off it's so <laughs> sexy dude that's what happens when i think something's sexy i'm just laughing my little tush off well, it's funny because yeah. you're just like it's a video game and it's just like 007 on the gamecube yeah. and it was like ea you know it was, that was ea challenge everything <laughs> yeah it was so it went from that so you're already kind of like who is that yeah and it'd be like that whisper and then it was i'm telling i'm gonna do it again and you'd be like don't love me quietly which is such a sexy line don't love me quietly yeah do it with intensity i mean who sure, i don't know who sang it i'm sure you at the time know. were like i vibe with these lyrics like this is speaking then, to me right now then they have the silhouette of james bond classic thing oh, silhouette yeah. of like of like very like just like over the top like totally fake like uh, like supermodels oh yeah and just like somersaulting and doing like twists and turns with guns, <laughs> like in silhouette form. And I'm like 13 or I was like 10, I don't know. And I was just like, oh man. This I'm is like, the hottest thing I've I'm ever I'm like, seen. mom, I'm like, mom, when are you going to be home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? I'm like, when are you going to be home? <laughs> just curious uh, how much time I've got to myself. <laughs> She's like, why? I'm like, nothing, whatever. Forget it, mom. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's so funny. Um, I feel like we've gotten to hear a lot of great stuff about, um, you know, you and Dave playing together. Uh, I've gotten to fill out the little world of when you were doing that. Some of the stuff you liked about the game. What, is there anything that, um, I do want to know if there's anything that sticks out to you from what was going on with you at that time or any like memories you have or anything more you just, even if there's nothing hyper specific, maybe something else you want to share. Great. It's a great question because, I mean, honestly, it gave me like chills a little bit because I think, as cheesy as it sounds, like I was, you know, not just with Dave, but I grew up in a very like I grew up in Phoenix, which is a you know a large city, but very spread out, like Los Angeles, and I just like I grew up with the same kids from when I was five years old. I went to, like from when I was five, and I went to school with them until I graduated high school. Yeah, you know, my elementary school, middle school, and high school were all next to each other. And wow. so everyone was really close the whole way through. So, like, those memories, especially in elementary school, um, were amazing. Like, those days. So what it really makes me think about is just I was so lucky to have friends and, like, to be able to go to swim practice. And then, like, my friend's mom picked me up and, like, go play games there until 6 p.m. Yeah. And then, like, we'd all play. You know, we'd play, be playing sports, playing video games. No one was stopping us from doing that because we were good kids, you know, and I, it was just, you know, it's when everyone's that age, everyone's so innocent. And like a lot of those kids I don't know as well anymore, some yeah. of them, you know, so those memories are pure childhood like euphoria. So to me, it's truthfully what I think is like places like things like Nintendo and things like video games are really for at the end of the day, like an escape in a place to, you know, spend time with people. Nintendo did a great job at that. I know 007's not Nintendo, but video games creating an area where I, I got to hang out and laugh with my friends. Yeah. While playing James Bond is like, it's just funny how it's in my brain. It's a huge part of me. Yeah. And and all, all of my friends, if they were here, we'd all be talking about Nightfire all day. And we would just be giggling the whole time. Oh, yeah. It's, you know? I, th- I think this is something we've 
touched on on this podcast before, but there's just, you know, a, a lot of the time the most special thing about a game is like the memories of of uh that you hold of it. And and mm-hmm. who does that connect you to? What does that connect you to if it's not a person and uh, I I very much agree with you on that. I have some, you know, special memories from my past in a similar way of like just like spending so much time with your buddies and like not really worrying about anything. It, it's just an, it's such an innocent time. It's so innocent yeah. and it's a way to be competitive, but also like I don't know. It's just really great and yeah, Nightfire to me, like the, that's kind of why I chose it. I think the minute I think about it, I just think about oh, I was like in fifth grade, just goofing around. Yeah, and that theme song, <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I just loved it. Like I feel like it's just all of it is so funny to me. And I, I didn't even talk about the story mode, but the story mode's incredible too. Yeah, what, do you, an you want to share anything about there's, that? There's just an astronaut level at the end that's so insane <laughs> that like you're in space and you have like a electricity gun. Okay. And it's like everything's in slow motion and you're just like zapping electricity mm-hmm. and the guy has an eye patch is the bad guy and you're trying to save the girl and there's so many cool missions in the game. Like I think of all the James Bond games, you know, each level's a mission and you have to accomplish something and it's like get the documents or get this microchip and just hold down A until the microchip's in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's very simple, but each each level in Nightfire is really really fun. And like if I if I had it at if I had it with me right now, I'd be playing and I'd be like, yeah, dude, for know, an after. It's like when you put, yeah, just, when you play a video game that you haven't played since you were a kid. The minute you play it, it's like getting a whiff of like Christmas morning or whatever it is. nostalgic memories. You suddenly feel like you're there, and it's very intense with that game. Yeah, I've, I was talking to someone recently. I don't know if it was about video games, but. They were discussing how, like, our brains almost have this ability to where, like, some of those tangible memories you might not be able to pull from right now. But if you were to, like, have that um, uh, sort of uh, influence or that little – you were to dive back in with that variable like the game, turn it on, hear the music, see the images, then it sort of, like, does pull you back to those memories or, or you are reminded of these things that you have, like, a song memorized or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's pretty pretty cool. It's really cool. Um, well, uh, well, I feel like you just shared so much wonderful stuff for us to just chew on. Rob, was there um, anything you didn't get to say about this game that you wanted to before we move on? It, it's so funny. Like the whole time we were talking about it, I was like, "Oh, this will be so fun and goofy," and it was fun and goofy. But I realized how like. I was like, oh, this will be funny. Yeah. But talking about it, it just meant, I was like, oh, man, this means a lot to me. And I couldn't help myself but be like, it was awesome. I mean, I can't explain to you enough how funny, how fun the Capture the Flag is. Yes. Just running around. Like, you just, it's, yeah, I have nothing else to share but that it's it's just such a fun, stupid game. I love it. You know? Yeah. Well, well thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. Um, but... I do have a couple fun uh, end-of-the-show segments that I have prepared for you Great. that I do for each one of my guests. Not that this one isn't <laughs> also special. Um, but the first of which is the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And this, Rob, is where I just prepare a few fun facts about the game uh, to share with my guest. Sometimes they are Easter eggs. Sometimes it's development history. You never know. Um, the first one okay. uh, that I have I have titled, Now That's What I Call Music in a Video Game. Um, Nightfire 
marked the first time that a James Bond video game featured an original song. I'm wondering if it's the same one, Nearly Civilized? Probably, I yeah. don't know the title. Apparently it's performed by Estero, uh, and its original <laughs> score for the game was composed by Steve Duckworth, Ed Lima, and Jeff, I think it's Timoshuk. But for the end of the episode, we always have music from the game play us out, so we'll, I'll try to get that the song that you're talking about to, to oh, do that Oh, I can't us. wait. Yeah. I can't wait. You gotta. It'll make me so happy. You gotta. It's the craziest Jeremy song. Jeremy does all that, and he's so good at finding the perfect one, or if someone references, so I'm sure he'll do that for us. Okay, great. Um, the second fact I have for you, I have titled, Pierce is Back. This is from the James Bond Wiki. Um, this is actually the first Bond, Bond video game since The World is Not Enough, for which Pierce Brosnan consented to have his image used for that of 007. Um, apparently, in Agent Under Fire, Bond had an original face provided by someone named Andrew Bicknell, um, somewhat resembling a, a blend of like the f- features <laughs> of previous Bonds. But yeah, Pierce was back for yeah. this one. Um, Good for Pierce, dude. You get you really needing a big victory, you know. Uh, yeah. And that victory <laughs> he is he needs it. He needs it. Yeah. He really needs it. And that victory is having your face in a GameCube game. Uh, the uh, the the last one that I have is a smaller little Easter egg, um, and uh, it's uh, one of the weapons in the game is is the Ronin 2.0. Do you remember the Ronin? It's the, like miniature machine gun turret. Yeah. Um, yes. So you can get this in the game because it's it's hidden inside this metal briefcase, and it's speculated that the it is probably a reference to the movie Ronin, in which the main characters are trying to steal a mysterious metal case. So. There's, Whoa. yeah. So, there's that. Whoa. Um, that's the end of the fact me by your game segment. I now have the final one, which is the game recommendations. And Rob, this is my one force tie into the movie "Call Me by Your Name," where I'm going to treat uh, 007 Nightfire as your passionate summer love. And I, I just thought it would always be fun to see like who do do the characters in that movie date after and. I'm going to apply that here. Like, who are your rebounds going to be after uh, 007 Nightfire? So I've got three games prepared for you. Um, Amazing. The first of which is if you want an equally great shooter, um, also on the GameCube that maybe we've already mentioned today, I'll go ahead and recommend Time Splitters 2. So similar era, really great game. Um, If you want... To play another follow-up like this one of an of an iconic first-person shooter series, I'll recommend to you Perfect Dark Zero for the Xbox 360. Did you ever play any of the Perfect Darks? Yes, I did. I did. I played it. My buddy Ryan growing up played them all the time. So I kind of played them secondhand, oh, nice. but I'm familiar. And Time Splitters. He played Time Splitters a lot, okay. too. Dude, where'd he go, Ryan? Um, I know, right? And then lastly is uh rob if you what your big takeaway from this game was that you just love having your your suave spy your leading man as 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 just the main character and that's who you want to stick by for another game i'll recommend to you spy fox which is a children's game uh made by did you play backyard baseball yeah so it's yes made by the same company they made like a series of kids games that weren't sports related and this is about a fox in this white tuxedo, and his name is Spy Fox. Uh, has nothing to do with James Bond. There's no guns in the game, but that is your recommendation. I mean, do I, I pick right? Oh, no. You just, those are just, you know, just 
silly oh, recognition. I already, know. I already know. I already know. What's who your I'm go- what? What? If you're gonna pick one, dude, I'm I'm putting on a good shirt. I'm taking a shower, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get crazy with Spy Fox. Ooh. I mean, what the hell is that? I mean, that is awesome. It's I'm, it's like a children's point and click adventure game. It's really I silly. Uh, but and I know that I kind of got like I was gonna date it, and it's a children's game, and that could be out of context weird. I'm just saying that the game, if it's metaphorically an adult, I'm gonna go on a date with it. Hey, perfect. Uh, to, we've never on had, the record. We've never had someone. Uh, <laughs> decide that they wanted to choose one of the games to date but rob you've done it today so thank you for that i'm gonna date a game connor <laughs> i taking your advice and i'm gonna date a game well i feel like you're uh, sort of misinterpreting what i was saying but i'll this take is it. awesome <laughs> this is really good for me man oh whoa i feel i'm red you know what? i so can't red. take this away from him i've got to let him have this victory um <laughs> oh, dude good to see you i'm just, kidding. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. Rob, Speaking of it being good to see you, that brings us to the end of the recommendations, and that does bring us to the end of the show. Um, so we, before we go, and you can feel free to plug whatever you'd like, uh, thanks again for taking the time to do this. This was so fun to finally get to sit down and, and gab with you for a little bit. Oh, it, uh, Connor, thank you, man, so much. It, it, I, I had a blast. It made me want to play some games right now. I'm not, I'm not Ooh, kidding. Baby. So. But it really is an honor, and I appreciate it, man. I had a blast. Dude, absolutely. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, any social media, anything you want people to find? Yeah. I mean, always I, – I sometimes put out little videos, little comedy videos here and there uh, on my Instagram and Twitter. Both of them are at Rob Skirbo. Um, so just check that out. You know, other than that um, – Support other artists. Wow. <laughs> go, go, whoever you like, like them, you know? Like them really hard. You are really an OG, Rob. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, true. I made a reference to your most recent video earlier today about the guy who was too full to go to church. <laughs> Man. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. Truly, though, that's like, I mean, usually, like, even, like, videos that, like, you've made have been really funny. I feel like that one was the most consistently funny one where I was just laughing at every line. <laughs> and every reaction was so good so please at least check rob out on social media and find this video and share it with the world because share it with the world thanks connor of course um i'll close this out with some plugs of my own uh the cover art for call me by your game is done by glenn J. you can find him and his other wonderful works at glenn.j on instagram and that's two n's dot j-a-y of course, check us out on Patreon. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like me, you like to hear me talk about games, you like my insights, uh, maybe just my little silly jokes, uh, there's a ton of bonus content waiting for you at all of the tiers. Um, again, that's at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. We do a Call Me By Your Game co-op episode every month, which is our group-style uh, version of this show that is a part of the $10 DJ Toad tier which is our most popular tier. And we most recently did that on a cool game called It Takes Two. So check it out. The show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on social media, Connor underscore McCabe. And then uh, I often, uh, I'm occasionally streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Um, at least doing Sunday night Zelda streams Although the week that this one's going to come out, I may have moved that to Monday. So just check. If you follow me on social media, you'll see those updates. And you can uh, come watch me play some Zelda. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We'll see you on the next one.